0: I'm Courtney. And I'm Allison. <laughs> wow! Bring in the energy, bring the heat, bring the noise, bring the funk. <laughs> and this is Courtney and Allison, and this is the 200th episode of The Double X-Files. Beep, 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 beep. Beep, 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 beep. We did we, it. We're done now, right? We're done. Now we ascend to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> our souls leave our bodies. And they float upwards. And we can truly be free free. No, no, No. man, we're not done yet. Oh, no! We have so many episodes. (laughs) No, no, no! So wait, we have a whole season, and then we have three more more episodes. And three more episodes of the season, and then a movie. And a movie. We're done in 2020, baby. Baby! (laughs) Which is soon. That's next, that's, that's next year. Now, I do, I do want to just record it so it is forever sealed in stone. Okay. There has been talk about tattoos afterwards. (laughs) There has been talk about tattoos. I believe you suggested that would be a good milestone for and finishing. And I just want to establish. I still think it's a good idea. I, d- I agree with you. I think it's funny because a few, like, months ago, I think I tweeted something to the effect of I can't wait to find out what my first tattoo will be. Oh, i solved it for Whoa. you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we'll get matching molder heads. Oh, no, I do not want... I want something that is tangentially related. I got, I got, I got. We don't have the matching. It's just, like, together. I was. Can we hold each other's hands? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking I could maybe just get a big lamp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's like some Mothman energy. That's not necessarily oh, big skinner, skinner. It is skinner. <laughs> Okay, only if you get a screen accurate representation of that. Oh lamp. yeah, yeah. I will. Okay, okay. I'll okay. go back. I'll take a screenshot. I'll bring it and I'll be like, I need this lamp on my body forever. Now we didn't get each other gifts. No, but we did kind of get each other. Gifts. Yes. So how this episode is going to work? I assume because we talked about it for ooh five minutes, <laughs> off and on, on our Google <laughs> Hangouts at like eleven o'clock at night. Uh huh. Is we both have backdoor pilots. Yes. One of them is well established, and I took that one first. Yeah, the one that we both worked on together is the one you'll be presenting. I'm going to co-op that one, and I'll be coming. I'll be presenting something I came up with last night when you told me I had to. <laughs> That's how this relationship works. I'm going to take the good idea that was equally contributed for both of us, <laughs> and you are on your own. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. That sounds about right. Okay, but for we do have to just. We have to, because the curse needs to be lifted. Yeah. I don't want anyone, when we're all done, I don't want anyone to say, well, they didn't do the 200th episode. They didn't talk about that episode of the X-Files. Yeah. I don't want there to be an asterisk. And I also, I don't want to let this episode slide without us mentioning the no. shitty things about it. So what do you think? Do you think give it, I don't know, 10 minutes, maybe five to 10 minutes of our time? Yeah. And okay. And then 20 minutes each pilot? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Why don't you do the description? I will do the description. Yeah, okay, I'm timing us right now. We have 10 minutes. Oh, God, it's not loaded yet. Al, you hurry. We only have 10 minutes. Oh, boy, okay. Google is so slow. It's so, my, my phone computer is so bad. Your phone computer. Remember back. Uh In our first episode, did we have phone computers way back when? Yes, no, I didn't. Oh, yeah, you did. It took me a really right. long time to get a real phone. Oh look at you growing and changing, growing and changing. <laughs> okay, I'm almost done vamping. I'm so excited. <laughs> Season 8, episode 18. Doggett and Mulder unwillingly team up investigating an oil rig where some mysterious murders have happened and the possibility of a black oil being involved is a haunting reality. I would like you to give me your review of this episode in five words. Um Casual racism mm-hmm. is present. <laughs> <laughs> I only need need 4 Okay. Done. Yeah. Done. Here's mine. Done. Oh, damn. Eugenics again? <laughs> yikes. You need to... Hey, that yikes as the fifth... Necessary. Perfect. <laughs> let's... Let's just break it down. Oh, hot meat, senor. <laughs> hot meat, senor. Three. Three words. That's all you need. Hot meat, senor. <laughs> Okay, this takes place in an oil rig. Yeah, in in the middle of the something They're they're supposed to be in the Gulf of Mexico, but this oil rig. Why are they watching hockey? I believe is actually in Santa Barbara. But why are they watching hockey? Because they got nothing. They're a bunch of big, meaty men on an oil rig. They got nothing to do but watch a man sport. But hockey doesn't exist there. Well, they're not. It's not being played in the Gulf of Mexico. (laughs) uh Oh. (laughs) Primity. I guess I thought it was like, you know, the Florida team way back when. Maybe. Anyway, we're spending too long. Yeah. <laughs> Let's break it down. Okay. Okay. So there's something going on in this oil rig. Murder's happening. And then uh, Mulder's like, you got to check this out. And Doggett's like, I'm a baby. And then. Uh, <laughs> you wearing a dike yeah. type? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a, a real. I don't want to. This is uh, a real weird episode for us to skip over, but Doggett was wearing a diaper, the whole entire time. It diapers. was a lot. Every time he walked, it was crinkle, 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 crinkle. And then Kirsch is like, Mulder can't go, because he's not supposed to be here, but I'm going to send Doggett to the oil rig. Doggett yeah. goes to the oil rig. And the, basically what it is, is they spend the whole episode on this oil rig, and there's black oil, and they're trying to figure out what's going on, Yeah, but... the black oil cancer gross wormies. But... A pivotal issue in this episode <laughs> is that there are two quote-unquote mestizo characters, and I will point out that the word mestizo was originally used as a uh, colonial categorization of race, and so... Me- Mexican indigenous people? Um, no, I mean, it was originally used uh, to, to um, uh, refer to people who had both Mexican indigenous uh, heritage and European heritage. Oh, like, there is another word. Yes, okay, okay, okay yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 um and, and it was, yeah, that was originally how the word came to prominence. And if I was a writer, I would not use it. And no. I am a writer, and I never will. <laughs> like many other words. <laughs> so, um, ha, ha, you know, the ones that David Duchovny did use in his fucking episode that he did write and direct. Oh, yeah. You know. You know. Yeah. The bad one? The very bad one that he hey. wrote. Let's remind each other about that <laughs> oh, God. When, da- when the n word was used in an episode of The X Files, written twice. and directed by David Duchovny. Twice, yeah, hey, about twice. baseball. <laughs> Remember that one? You know, I was thinking we should do a clip show, but then I don't think I could make it. No, I wouldn't no, survive. No. Um, okay, yeah. So there but, okay, a- everyone's got worms. Yeah, a man, also- but not the butt kind. <laughs> not the butt kind. <laughs> Have you ever had worms? uh no i've never had worms me maybe (laughs) oh i i mean well my butt itched a lot as a kid and no one could figure out why and they thought i had pinworms but in reality i just really liked itching my butt cool yeah cool story (laughs) hey (laughs) fuck you we've been doing this for 200 episodes Anyways, the point is, they find out uh, eventually... In seven minutes, we don't have a lot of time. Okay, eventually they find out that the black oil doesn't infect people of um, uh, indigenous Mexican ancestry. Because their blood is pure? Because they, they have a rare, undiluted gene pool, which is eugenics. Um, and uh, anyways, eventually Mulder and uh, Doggett jump off the oil platform as it explodes. That That's pretty basically cool. basically the whole episode. That's really cool. I thought this episode was going to be kind of cool because you have Doggett and Mulder working together, and there was a moment where I looked at them like, "Oh, you know what? This could be okay," but it wasn't. Yeah, you know what? It did make me think about what? Um, you know the scene from The Simpsons with all the steel workers that made me gay. <laughs> no, the one where they all start dancing you know, and it says, "We work hard, we play hard," <laughs> and then the dance music starts and all the steel workers start the platforms raise up and they all start go-go dancing. Oh, because I remember it because it made, it made you very me gay. gay? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, and that's this. That's this episode. That's this episode in a nutshell. But with some racism. Oh, so much racism. And a carving station? Yeah. Can we talk about that? Okay, sure. I I'm gonna you use You don't have a long time. Look. Okay, we have six minutes left to talk about this episode of the Files. I'm going to use five of it to talk about how buck wild it is to have a roast beef carving station on a fucking oil rig. And they go back to that location multiple times yeah. and those heat lamps are still on. Indicating either the roast is still there or they just want to warm it just in case. Just in case they, the alien infected men decide that they need some hot meat senor. <laughs> Okay, that's my that's my take. We have a couple more. Anything else we want to say about this episode? Scully couldn't go to the oil rig cuz she was too pregnant. <laughs> Mulder's like, "You're going to send a pregnant woman to an oil rig?" And they're like, "Obviously not. She's too pregnant." <laughs> it's too offensive for all those those cis men <laughs> to look at a fucking pregnant lady. Also, the the line came out of Mulder's mouth, "Wow, you really got me pegged." To dog it. he did say that. Yeah, and I was like, mm, "Oh delicious. my god!" He also at there one was point some gay moments. At one point, he he some exclusively gay yeah, moments. Yeah. <laughs> at one point, he also said to dog it, "Go ahead and take charge." Right and okay. Ugh, I wish he would. Now here's the thing. We have oh gosh, we got five minutes left. Um, here's the thing though. Are we okay with these two boyfriends? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it, if I'm being honest. Because we're okay with Sk- Skinner and Mulder boyfriends. Yeah. But they're done Yeah. They're done. Their ship has sailed. For sure, for sure, for sure. And also, like, that entire time, like, we acknowledged that Skinner was too good for Mulder. Yes, correct. Yeah. So, but, and Doggett is too pure for this world and this TV show. But, but, <laughs> I was a little intrigued, when pegging started, oh yeah, yeah, of talking. yeah. Talking, you've got me pegged. And it's that it's that energy of they hate each other. Oh, Okay, yeah, it's like because uh... okay. Remember last episode where Doggett like pinned the power? Oh, the power pin. The po- <laughs> it wasn't a boy fight. It was a power pin. Yeah. And then it's going to turn into a power peg. Oh my god! You know what? You're you're convincing me. And it was okay. Like it was. I, I was okay. I was kind of excited about it. Yeah. But the energy went away. the The big thing to take away at this end the X Files, and it's interesting. Um, Muller gets fired at the end of the episode. He sure does. Uh, this episode was meant to be like him handing off the X Files to Doggett with his blessing. So is that what's going to happen next episode? Don't know. Is he just going to be back? Hey, oh, he'll just be back. What up, fool? I'm back again. <laughs> Mulder's back. Or is he going to be like a contractor, like like is going to call him? Yeah, like they'll bring him in. Maybe. Yeah, and Scully's too pregnant. To do anything. To do absolutely. <laughs> to be on the show, even, at this point. <laughs> so what are they going to do? Is it going to be a 100% Doggett? I hope so. 100% raw Doggett. <laughs> okay, um... We have three minutes left. You want to rate this episode? Yeah, I rate on a spooky scale. One is not spooky. Five is so spooky. I'm gonna this like a, I don't know, one. Okay, yeah, cool. Uh, I rate. I on a, did not pay attention for a lot of it. <laughs> rate on a rage scale goes from one, which means a great episode, all the way to first person shooter, the worst episode we watched to date. And I'm gonna give this an eight because it was a very racist and, ve- and a very racist and not very interesting. <laughs> should we do predictions now or should we do predictions yeah let's do predictions now oh yeah yeah yeah. okay (laughs) god we have fucking two more minutes okay um who's predicting me Me, you me you me anything could happen based on a name anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game tell me allison what's it gonna be a way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety can I use your phone? Because I have all these apps on my phone that I have That open. you need, yeah. Okay. Gimme. Gimme, gimme. Oh, your phone, your screen's so fucking bright. It's burning me. Okay. You know, you don't uh, have to. <laughs> you can just say uh, thank uh, you. That's fine. No. I don't. You don't have to complain about it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts my milky white eyes. <laughs> Watch out, you're gonna get a sunburn. Okay. (laughs) Oh, okay. We don't have a lot of time for me to complain, but I want to. Season, oh, what were our points? We each have two and a half. You guessed that it would be zombies. No, it's not. not, not I don't think it's really zombies. Okay, Okay. so no points. So two and a half? Mm hmm. Uh, Season eight, episode 19, alone. Alone? Yeah. Mulder's all alone because he got fired. Is this going to be him spending his time? How do you turn your fucking phone off? What is this? The, oh, just give are. me that. I set your alarm. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, all by himself. <laughs> I think, yeah, he's he's alone. He has to figure out what he's going to do with his freaking life now. Wow. And then what's the spooky part? Um, loneliness. <laughs> Is really (laughs) I find it particularly spooky. Truly, the biggest spookiest part. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I kind of like that. I think the spooky thing is there's some there's something wrong with uh, the pregnarcy. Oh, and um, he now he's worried that Skelly's going to die and he'll be all by himself. Okay, so pregnarcy scare Muller being alone. Yeah, that's good done done perfect for a first episode that is what we're going to talk about okay but now Woohoo! okay we're free yeah i think this is what i wish we should do yeah i think we should go to a commercial break okay um and then i think we should come back as if we are the new backdoor pilot of our new podcast. now who is going first what who would you like to go first would you like to start? Would you like I to will end? I'll start because I don't know how long I have in my Okay, pocket. that's fine, that's fine, okay. Let's go to commercial break. <laughs> okay. And then we're gonna st- it's like we're gonna start a new podcast. Yeah, I okay. think that's great. Okay, ready? Uh yeah, uh here's a here's a great show for MajorCast. You should check them out. They gave they've given us a wonderful home and we love them so much. Have you ever wondered what happens in the Silmarillion? What does Janko Jean stand for? And how many people can you fit inside of one? And what the gosh darn heck are the ice capades? We found out all about that shit, so you don't have to. (laughs) I'm Liam. I'm Eric. And I'm Big Papa. Nope, he's God Tom. Damn it. And we're the hosts of We Are Experts, a show where we <laughs> speculate wildly about stuff we know nothing about. Only to learn what we were wrong about. Doing research, learning things, making our way in the world. And only wasting your time for half of a podcast episode. Oh, welcome to We Are Experts, the world's only short comedy podcast. Every Friday on the Major Cats Network. Or wherever you find, fine literature or podcasts. Okay, now how are you going to start your podcast? <laughs> it's too much pressure! No, you gotta start it. <laughs> <laughs> Leave this in, you gotta start it. We can just start it the same way we always do. <laughs> I'm Allison. And I'm Courtney. And we're Allison and Courtney, and this is Risk It for the Biscuit! Those wings were definitely not a million dollars. I do regret that decision on stepping off, but you know, you gotta wing it sometimes and take risks, and uh, you gotta risk it to get the biscuit. Oh my God! It is your favorite <gasps> reality competition show based podcast. Oh, I love where it. We dish all the dirt with. A consideration for the structural implications Of the television shows that we watch Now how do we get our name Risk it for the biscuit Well everyone is trying to risk it For a biscuit And you know on reality TV Usually that biscuit is love and or money Yeah that's true And we live in a society that has both convinced us That not only uh, are we capable of getting the biscuit But also that we deserve the biscuit And we want the biscuit uh, And that's why we're willing to risk it so, I'm so ready to risk this biscuit. We have an understanding of the cultural implications of the TV shows that we love Correct. and watch. Correct, Um, But also, damn, they fun. Damn. They make us feel good. They make us feel good. And I want to talk to you today. I want to start yes, with a show that's What's been our making... First... Hey, hold on. What's our first segment? Uh, our first segment is <laughs> called The Precap. <gasps> What's The Precap? Uh, the Precap is uh, just a, a discussion of, of shows. I don't have segments. Oh, that's fine. I'm making it up. Oh, that's... That's okay, I was just kind of, you know, giving it continuity. Okay, 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 it's just me talking about reality TV. No, I'm here too. Yeah. (laughs) You sound really thrilled about that. (laughs) Look, it could be as, you could just have your own podcast if you want No, 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 it's cool. Okay, Okay, our first segment is called Step Up to the Pinecone. Oh, And it is about the hottest new phrase and uh, <laughs> f- phrasing in reality TV. I hope it's called Step Up to the Pinecone. We're discussing that one because I got to know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is the one I've been dying to tell you about. Okay, okay. So I've been watching a little TV show that is called X on the Beach in the Peak of Love. I think you told me about this, not this season, but a yeah. an episode. Okay. So X on the Beach is a show on MTV. that started on MTV uh, UK. Okay, uh, where they have a bunch of single reality TV stars. Okay, and they reality think TV stars. they think that they're on a, some sort of dating show. No, is X for the drugs that they take? No, or the sex that they have. No, it is for the ex that shows up on the beach. Oh yeah, you told me about this. Yeah, that's so right, that's right, these right. reality TV stars come on a show not knowing that the show that they're on is X on the beach. Yes. And then the host of the show, Romeo, mm-hmm. who you may know as formerly being <laughs> Lil Romeo. <gasps> My heart. Who do you think would win in a who do you think would win in a fight? Lil Romeo or Lil Bow Wow? Oh man. Now Romeo. Lil, oh, really? He's some big tough McRuff stuff. Now Lil Bow Wow does have the Hulk truck from Fast 3. Oh god, that's so <laughs> true. But it's not a truck fight. No, it's not. Well, you could use a truck. <laughs> 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 Look, once you go Hulk, you cannot stop. That's true. I still think Romeo. Okay, okay. okay. I think he's gotta bring he's gotta bring the heat on these reality is stars. He always every week. shirtless. No, he is usually wearing on this season a yeah. big furry coat. Ooh. Because they are in the mountains in New Zealand. Oh that's nice. Yeah. That's not like I thought it was gonna be tropical. Usually it is. Okay. This is X on the Beach Cole in the Peak of Love. The peak as in a mountain. A mountain. Um, Now, I would like to tell you a couple things about Romeo that I learned. Please. Um, His dad is Master P. Excuse (laughs) me? His dad's Master P. Master Papa. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) And I didn't know this, but um, Master P, so Master P has lots of uh, cousins and family members that are also involved in the music producing game. Okay. And so have delightful names that they've come up with. (laughs) Uh, But... Uh, one of his uh, cousins is named Moby Dick. No, that's a drag king name. No, nope. it is. No, nope. they're a drag king. That is a music producer. Oh gosh, golly, <laughs> gosh! What if that's his actual name? His name is like Mode Richard. Could be. Could be. Could be. And he just really slid into it. Maybe. Nice um okay what does does, (laughs) never mind (laughs) it's gonna make a bad dad so a lot of the language on x on the beach is about uh whether your ex is getting in the way of your next or Mm. whether potentially your ex could be your next what's the what what's the mathematical ramifications of your ex being your next (laughs) Tell me about the physics of this. Uh, You know, it just means, hey, maybe you need another shot. Maybe you just need to do another one. One more (laughs) get. One more get. So there's this group of people. Yeah. um, And they are in the chalet. And then every now and then one of their exes will show up. Just to like, live with them. Like a ghost. Yeah. Like a poltergeist. Like a poltergeist. They step out of a closet like, I'm going to hunt you now. Oh, no. They come sailing down the slopes what? It, with what is sure to be a body double, doing <laughs> flips and tricks. And then they reveal themselves with a big jacket and a bikini underneath. All genders. All ge- Well, here's the thing. What? Um, on this season, uh, here are some of the people that are on it. There's Adore Delano. Okay. Who got- you may know. Ooh. Me? Uh, yeah. A, me? Adore Delano is a drag performer, um, and they're also non-binary. Let me let me let me fucking Google this fool. Keep going. <laughs> uh, also uh, on the show is La Demi, who I had never heard of before. I like um, this, but she is a trans woman who is a social media influencer. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay, sorry, I know a door. Yeah 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 yeah. Okay. Um, and then there is Daniel from you. <laughs> Sorry. On Adore's uh, social media, there is a um, gif of her saying, oh, I like dickheads. Yep. That sounds like Adore. Okay. <laughs> um, and what I like about the show is Adore uses uh, he, her, and, and um, or he, him, and she, her pronouns. Yeah. And the show does use them interchangeably. Good. 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 Okay. Also, there's Daniel, the Canadian from The Bachelor. Perfect. Oh. <laughs> Gosh, golly. Yeah. There's, um, there's, uh, Nicole, um, Zanata, the, uh, shimbo lesbian fuckboy from The Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite combo. Yeah. Wow. Um, and lots of other people that I don't know, but I'm excited to get to know. Oh, you just, you just started. Yeah. Okay. So here's where, uh, the I got very excited. Okay, give it to me. There is... So every week, either there's... A, it's a fire week where two people are voted to go on a date. Okay. Or it's an ice week <gasps> where one of the exes <laughs> is voted to be iced out and they have to leave the show. And they are killed. Yes. <laughs> but at all everyone... All the people that have exes in the house vote for whose ex leaves. Yeah. And they put their vote in a big pine cone. Please step up to the pine cone. <laughs> it's a big pine cone. <laughs> it's a big... Big, big pine cone. What is that supposed to represent? I don't know. But then, before the, the votes are read, Romeo invites each person and their ex to step up to the pine cone. Please step up to the pine cone. <laughs> and be judged by our pine cord over And <laughs> talk about their relationship. Wow. And when he, for the very first time, said, please step up to the pine cone... I fucking lost my socks because it's like, that doesn't mean anything, Romeo. It does, though. That doesn't mean anything. It means so much. Step up to the pine cone. I feel like we need to step up to the pine cone. We might need to step up to the pine (laughs) cone. (laughs) I don't think I'm ready for that. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um... That was my foot. That was your foot on my ukulele. Sorry. Okay, That also happens in this podcast. What? Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> Continuity. <laughs> okay, now I have a very short tidbit that I want to share okay. with you. What's the segment called? Um, it's called tidbit. No, it's called Frankenbite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Frankenbite is a... Sorry. Uh, Space Cadets, uh, uh, my co-host's um, eyes lit up. <laughs> Okay, go on. So a Frankenbite, just for context, uh, even though it has nothing to do with the segment, because yeah. I just came up with it. Um, a Frankenbite is a reality TV term for when um, a soundbite is highly edited to get the um. what what the producers need it to say. So, like when they slurp on The Bachelor. Yes, <laughs> the slurp. The slurps. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. So today's Frankenbite. I just wanna, I want to talk to you about yeah. Survivor um, because I'm not sure. I know you used to watch it. Yes, I did, and I'm not sure if you know one of the best things about the recent seasons. Well, you told me that there is like a mentor program going on. Well, that's the latest season, okay. but this has like been ongoing through the last several seasons. What? Um, and that is that at the finale, yes. After the million dollars is awarded, yeah, there are additional cash rewards from Popstar Sia. Why sh- uh Wait for players that she particularly liked. Is she just like an overlord that watches over she them? She like, loves Truman Survivor. Show? Is she just pop up? She she doesn't she doesn't come on the show as you no. know she doesn't like to make public appearances. Yes, correct. Um, <laughs> what? But well, that's why she has that big hair. Yeah 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 yeah. But she gifts money to the players that she likes, and this started um, on a season with a lovely old gay man named Ty who was so passionate about the chickens. She just like, you entertained me. Here she was like, money. I'm in love with you. Here is money. Wow, how much? Um, I don't remember how much she gave Ty, but on this season, okay. she gave $15,000 to Jamal, who's a wow. lovely professor who had a racial moment with a white contestant <gasps> named Jack. Oh. Where they were um basically the two of them were quite good friends and then uh Jack offhandedly referred to Jamal's buff, Survivor Buff, as a do rag. Cool. Um and cool. Jamal <laughs> patiently explained to him why that was not cool. And there was a learning moment. There's a learning moment. Good. So he got um 15 grand You got paid for that labor yeah exactly yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah, cool. Yeah, cool and then sia also gave a hundred thousand dollars to elaine the lesbian factory worker who referred to herself that's as right. a busted can of biscuits that's right um <laughs> i remember her she's so wonderful and i love her and then also gave a hundred grand to janet the um uh, mature woman's lifeguard or mature <laughs> lifeguard i guess not just for women <laughs> the mature women's. <laughs> But technically, women's lifeguard, because she did, when she sensed that there might be some, like, um unwanted touching from one of the male contestants, <gasps> stepped in, was like, we're voting this motherfucker out. Hells, yeah. This was a wild season in terms wow. of that shit. So all of them got money. They all got money, even though they did it. not win the million. I feel it. Hey, can I do a segment on, on this one? Yeah, I'd love We're it. We're going to call it Courtney's Reality TV Superstars. Okay. Now, I watch reality TV essentially through your eyes. Yes. Which I prefer, frankly. Because it does have your filter on it and yeah. it gives it a little mm, little mm, spunk. mm mm-hmm. In the gross way. Trunk. Yep. <laughs> my trunk. It's my spunk in I'm your trunk. It, well. <laughs> Look, we need to step up to the pine cone. Okay. Okay. So, I'm gonna call this my reality TV star of the week. Yeah. Is Mr. Wayne Brady. Yes! Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Wayne Brady. He was revealed, correct me if I'm wrong, to be the winner. The winner? The Fox. Of the reality TV series Maxed Singer. Season Dose. Season Dose. Not Trace. Trace is coming in January. Yeah, in, heck yeah, in heck February. Heck yeah. He was a fox. He was the fox. Let's talk about the fox. Yeah. Uh, the fox, we both agreed, number one was furry bait. Yeah. Uh, but then quickly had this energy about them where it was confirmed that you would, I believe, let them raw dog you. Did I was say that-, that about the fox? I think you said that about all three of these contestants. Uh, well, I definitely said about the thingamajig. I, yeah. Now, the Rottweiler, I said I wouldn't not fuck the <laughs> Rottweiler, um, which is different. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I may have said it about the Fox. Yeah, you. I think you did. <laughs> I think I have it in my messages. I just like to, I would like to say that that was a name that was pursed around our lips when we started talking yeah. about it. We, I thought it was going to be the Thingamajig was Wayne Brady. Well, exactly. People said that, but the Thingamajig was far too tall to be correct, Wayne Brady. Correct. is a smaller man? Uh, well, it's not the the that he's a smaller man. man. Yeah, it's just that the, the Thingamajig was a basketball player. He's quite that's tall. That's true. That's true. Okay. So who were the, the top three? Th- thing-, thing Thing. No, top three was not in the thing. No, no. My top three? No, yeah, no, no. Rottweiler, Fox, and. The P. Uh, the the Pele- uh, uh, Flamingo. Pe- Flamingo, that's right, that's right. Flamingo was um, cheetah, former Cheetah Girl star. Yeah. What was her name? Um, I've already forgotten it. with an A, I think. Anyway, no stars for her. Adrian Bailon. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, And the Rottweiler was. Who Chris Daughtry. Who's Chris Daughtry? I think he's some sort of singer. Google that later. I won't. And and the fox was Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady. And I'm really excited to see him getting back in the game. I love that man. Man, he was the best part of that improv TV show. What ruined improv? Yep. <laughs> anyway, that's my star for today. Aw, I love it. Okay, so um, we're gonna end this. This back to our pilot. Yeah. What do we say? Oh wait, I oh. No, we do you end have another on the, segment. We end on a game. Oh, you end a g- 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 game. Yeah. So I'm gonna. Oh no! I'm sorry. 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 <laughs> My big feet. That was the game. I'm gonna put this. Is very. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, okay. So I'm gonna describe to you a reality TV show that I've come up with, and I want you to tell me whether or not you would risk it for the biscuit. Okay. So the biscuit in this case is a million dollars and a shot at love. I would do it. Done. <laughs> I've not told you the game. A million dollars? I would do a lot for a million dollars. Okay, so in this game, you are trying to find love. Okay. And similar... And a million dollars. Okay. And similar to the TV show The Circle, which I think I've described yes, to you. Yes, 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 yes. You... That was the British reality yeah, so show. Yeah, so you don't see any of the other people. Okay. There are four other people trying to romance you. Preferable when I'm trying to find love. Exactly. You don't see them. You just speak over okay. text. Yeah. Um, But one of these four... People, yeah, is Elon Musk and Grimes catfishing you? Wait, Elon Musk and Grimes and Grimes, so two of these people. No, one of them is those two catfishing oh, you, working together. And if the, if you fall in love with them, you don't get any money. <laughs> oh, no. And the other three are just like regular cool people. Yeah, and Grimes. Yes, it is Elon Musk and Grimes working together as a couple See, to catfish I you. I think together they might have some powers that I don't would you think they would work well together I mean they are a couple well doesn't mean they'll work well no that's true (laughs) that's true that's true (laughs) (laughs) I think they would work well together in this. I think I would risk it for the biscuit. Okay. Because I think I would use some post-capitalist language that they would not be able to agree with. I think it would be a trigger for them. It would be too much. They couldn't hold up the... the Facade. Facade. The libertarianism will just, like, free flow from their fucking... I think I could get them. Well, I'm very proud of you for being willing, in this political (laughs) climate, to risk it for the biscuit. (laughs) A million dollars? (laughs) Okay, I've risk it for the biscuit. Yeah. Um and then what what's the ending? What's the end phrase we end up on for this this podcast that I forgot the name of? It's Risk it for the Biscuit. Oh yeah, yeah, Risk it for the Biscuit. Got to risk it to get the biscuit. Uh the ending phrase is I don't have one. I do regret that decision. On- um uh what do they say in Big Brother? You've been backdoored. You've been backdoored. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, ready? I'm yes. gonna say I'm gonna say uh, I'm Courtney, and then you can say your name, and then we can say together you've been backdoored. Okay, 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 ready? I'm Courtney, and I'm Allison, and you've been backdoored. back-doored. <laughs> <laughs> what a good podcast! I know. Okay, so we're going on another commercial break, and then we're going to come back to our second back to our pilot. Okay, okay. Back in history class, did you ever take a step back from that textbook you were reading and just think to yourself, man, these people are very dumb? Hi, my name is Eric McAdams, and I have a podcast for you. It's called Big Time Whoopsies, and every other Wednesday on the Major Cast Network, I tell a guest and you, the listener, a story from history involving massive incompetence. Big Time Whoopsies. People are dumb, and history can prove it. I don't know how to start a podcast other than with our names. Let's do it. I'm Courtney. I'm Allison, and we're Courtney Allison, and this is Ad Creeps. It's a podcast about the advertisements that shaped our lives, where we, both of us, mm-hmm. queer, beautiful people, talk about the advertisements, and then we say, "Are these good enough? Mm-hmm. Are they are they strong enough?" to serve our lives in, in 2020 and beyond? Should we change things? Do they need a little punch-up? Yeah! Well, we can't say that. Oh, you're right. That's already a <laughs> <thought. laughs> They really stole that phrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. So here's how it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of us is going to talk about the history of a company, and mm-hmm. then I, they are going to reveal to the other person the advertisement. And we're going to watch the advertisement, describe the advertisement, uh, and these advertisements are all... Uh, on YouTube so the space cadets can watch them as well. And then we're going to decide what to do with this episode. Are we Are we going to plus it up? Are we going to... Or what to do with this commercial? Are we going to plus it up? Are we going to throw it out? Uh, are we saying it's fine? It's fine for 2020. Yeah. Okay? Now, I'm doing... I'm sharing my advertisement first. Okay. Because I prepared and you had no nothing of what's happening. Exactly. <laughs> I saw the fear in your eyes. A lot. I'll, I'm talking tonight... About Wilbur Hardy. Wilbur Hardy. Does that name ring a bell to you? Hardy there's Hardy. I mean the Hardy boys. But also there's a restaurant. There is a restaurant called Hardy's. Do you know anything about Hardy's? It is in a different part of the world than I live. For sure. It does. I would assume it had burgers. It is a burger chain. Okay, okay, okay. A quick service restaurant. Quick service. A quick service restaurant. Now, do you know anything about Hardee's and maybe their controversial history? Absolutely nothing. Ooh, interesting. Okay, let's start with a little bit of Hardee's history, and then we're going to get into their controversial history, and then I'm going to show you um, a little commercial that may. Be connected to our other podcast, The Double X-Files. Oh, shit. Okay? I am bridging the gap. You're bridging it. Okay. Um, Wilbur Hardy started a burger chain in 1960 called Hardy's. Mm -hmm. Throughout its history, it's had quarrels with other fast food restaurants and been accused of lewd and sexist (gasps) advertising. Oh, my. Uh, Does that ring a bell? No. It's gonna. Don't worry. It's gonna ring a dang dang it. Now, this information has actually come from Mashed. It's the untold truth of Hardee's. Okay. Um, Like the biscuits that Hardee's crank out each day, Hardee's has risen to the challenge. Or may I say, they have risked it for the biscuit. Ah! That's our other podcast. Uh, And reshaped its menu and image numerous times over the years. Here's everything you didn't know about Hardee's. The good, the bad, and the ugly. (laughs) Carl's Jr. What? Huh? What? Now, do you know about Carl's Jr.? I'm familiar with Carl's Jr. Oh, interesting. I ate there one time on a road trip to Disneyland. Really? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. What, do you have any memories about Carl's Jr.? It was not very good. No. What did you eat there? Do you remember? I had a cheesed burger. Yeah. And it had a bit of a zest. It did. They do have a bit of a zest. But not- it was not a good... It was not as good as the a zest. No, 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 no. There's A&W zest. You've never... What? The a w little special spice they use? I don't remember. Yeah, they- I just have the chicky fingies. They put it on their onion rings. Oh. I just... I'm all about that hot, sweet mustard sauce they have. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't like that sun- sunshine fruit, huh? I do not. Okay. So... Uh, It's a question that's plagued, fans. Since the dawn of time, or at least the 1960s, what is the difference between Hardee's and Carl's Jr.? They both look identical on their websites. So what gives? Well, Hardee's started in North Carolina in the 1960s, but Carl's Jr. popped up in California 20 years prior. In the 90s, Carl's Jr. parent company bought (gasps) Hardee's, and rather than risk losing the already established identity, simply decided to keep the same name. So Carl's Jr. owns Hardee's. Are they serving the same food at both restaurants? For a decade, each restaurant kept its own separate entire menu. Oh, my God. But eventually, the two merged completely. Whether you're eating Hardee's or Carl's Jr., it's merely based on geography. <gasps> so here's the thing. Depending on, like, and this is American thing. So in California, it would be Carl's Jr. Yeah. But on the East Coast, they're Hardee's. But it's the same Same thing. Yeah, this is a conspiracy. Now here's the buck wild thing. (laughs) Even more bizarre, such states as Oklahoma and Wyoming have both restaurants. What? How is it? How are people not talking about this all the time? Could you imagine, could you imagine you are a Hardee's family and you marry into a Carl's Jr. Oh family? Oh, my God. And you live in Oklahoma? <gasps> that would have been bad to a rough. And you're trying to, and then you have one, like, one politically active teen in the family <laughs> who's like, they're the same thing. And you're like, shut up, Lisa. They're not the same thing. Their <laughs> biscuits are different. <laughs> I-, I taste the spice. Oh, my God. Carl's Jr. does offer salads and Hardy's doesn't. So, there's that. So, I guess Carl's Jr., because it is on the West Coast, it's got to be They got to have that salad. salad. (laughs) Hardy's just like, no, fuck that. (laughs) Anything green? Uh, As far as what tastes better, there's a topic of ongoing internet debate that no one's going to win. But the fact remains is, their food comes from the same processing plant. And is it not, like, made the same way? The same menu items? Apparently. See, here's the thing. If you are a Carl's Jr. fan or a Hardee's fan, you are live or die. Yeah, Carl's Jr. or Hardee's. See, I, I, this is a, this is a. I, I grew up with Hardee's. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I didn't see Carl's Jr. until I came over here. Yeah, Jack in the Box has the same feel. Sonics is a little oh, bit, man, Jack. <laughs> That ill-fated night. (laughs) We did have Jack... That was your first Jack in the Box series, huh? Uh, We did... Hey, ad creeps, we we did uh, go to Tacoma, and we went to a show. Was it... It was Adventure Zone, right? Yeah, it was Adventure Zone. And we were both hungry boys, so we stopped at fucking Jack in the Box, and we got the... It was the wettest burger. That was... It was so damn... I ate it in my hotel room by myself. Yeah. I've never felt so sad in my life. (laughs) I think we texted each other like, this sucks. (laughs) Mine was really wet. Was yours really wet? It was was so wet. (laughs) It was drippy. It's like they put it under the sink for a while. There was a lot of mayonnaise. Oh, I I cannot wait till an ad creeps is on Jack in the Box because I have a Jack in the Box story that will blow your fucking mind. Oh, I'm very excited. It involves a child dying. What?! (laughs) You guys, you're going to have to <laughs> stick with us for the, all the rest of the double X-Files to get to anything, because you're going to love it. Um, here's the thing. Despite having the clearly same menu, parent company, C- KE, restaurant CEO, Jason Marker, essentially says the company is having two distinct personalities. Hardee's is middle America, reserved, and always authentic. Carl's Jr. is the bold, aggressive, impossible-to-ignore restaurant. Wow. Hardee's location taps into its Midwestern and Southern roots. Meanwhile, on the Carl's Jr. side, it's more focused on burgers. Carl's Jr. is the bad boy. We don't, quote, want to ostracize a gender group. <gasps> And, of course, the reality with these strong legacy brands, you have to ensure you remain relevant to up-and-coming user groups. Man, they want to serve all people burgers. (laughs) So, here's the thing, and I don't know if you've heard about it, um, but Hardee's um, and Carl's Jr. started in the 90s a rash of advertisements that were very very quickly connected with the term food porn because they featured lovely ladies lots of legs and bosoms eating thick burgers no fucking full-on bush though huh Um, there was Hardee's were brought to a Maxim photo shoot. (gasps) Wow. And told the camera guy their commercials simply couldn't have too much cleavage close-ups. Wow. Uh, Heidi Klum and Cape Upton were uh, called out for being ridiculous sexist by numerous media outlets by being in Carl's Jr. advertisements. Okay. You may have seen... Paris Hilton's advertisement where she is washing a car and eating a giant burger. Yes, yes. This okay. is ringing bells. This is Carl's Jr. Now, here's Carl's the thing. horny. They're very horny. Now is the segment where I reveal the advertisement. Okay, 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 okay. So this is picture at 1990. Yeah. We think that the hardy's and carl jr horniness came from the early 2000s mm-hmm. paris hilton heidi Klum, that sort of thing it did not out oh it started in 1990 with an actress named jillian anderson what yes that's right oh my god <laughs> yes that's right i can't handle it Gillian anderson was not a hardy's commercial and so, getting nasty it's with go- a biscuit. No, 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 no. Well, there is a shower scene, but we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this is the time where I'm going to reveal to you the advertisement. Okay. We're going to watch it together. Yeah. And I think what I'll do is I'll pull the audio and then we'll play it on the podcast okay, so great. people can hear. But, but uh, at Creeps, you can also listen. You can just Google Jillian Anderson Hardy's commercial mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you'll be able to watch it with us. Okay. So let me, let me get it out. You're going to whip it out for me? Yeah, I am right now. <laughs> what kind of shoes do you wear? Pumps. I can't wait to meet you. If there's um, a Roy Rogers on Main. Maybe they're at 6. I'll be in a red convertible. Bye. Soon, Roy Rogers will become Hardee's. We're keeping Roy's delicious chicken and adding breakfast biscuits. Yo, babe. Roy Rogers around here. Ah! Roy Rogers! It'll seem confusing at first. Never heard of it. But you'll thank us later. Wow. <laughs> okay, that was the we only viewed it once. Uh-huh. Let's talk about what happened. Can you describe to me the commercial? Okay. To the best of your recollection. Oh, <laughs> I understand that why you said that. Yeah. Because it is hard <laughs> to parse what I've just seen. This is an actual commercial. Okay. There were sparks. There were sparks. There were sparks in the the beginning. There were construction workers working on something. And then a a male voice said, what kind of shoes do you wear? Yeah. And a woman replied, Jillian Anderson. Pumps. 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 (laughs) Pumps. Establishing a horniness in which... In the 1990s, was not seen a lot on you TV. Can't, you could not open a commercial with what kind of shoes do you wear. And the answer is... With pumps. And that music... <laughs> yeah, it was porn music. It was... It also had, like, a real, like, Janet Jackson music video vibe. A lot of close, quick shots. Yes. Yeah. So okay. there, were, there were construction workers. They are working on a Roy Rogers. Yes. A Roy Rogers is a chicken joint in the Midwest. Okay. Okay. Um, the, this whole commercial is Charles Jr. slash Hardee's is buying out Roy Rogers. Mm-hmm. So Roy Rogers chicken places are going to become Hardee's in the Midwest. There was a very quick shot of what I want to say was a bath. It was a shower. It was well, a shower. It was a shower. There was, there were naked limbs and suds. Yeah, it was a, f- now, hey. He was a flash. It was a flash, but I, I keyed in on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, And then the, the two voices, Jillian Anderson and this construction worker. Yeah. Was he? No, he wasn't. No, he was just, like just a writer. man. Um, the, Mr. Mister Hardy, Mr. Hardy's Okay, so Gillian Anderson and Mr. Hardy's go on to establish that they will meet outside of Roy Rogers. Yes, correct. And um, she'll be wearing a leather jacket. Yeah. And he'll be driving a red convertible. Yeah. So how did these two meet? <laughs> did someone, like, setting them up? Or, I mean... Because they're on the telephone There's no Craigslist. There's no... Well, no, you're right. 1990? I guess there isn't Craigslist. There's no Tinder... How did they meet? An ad in a newspaper? Yes. 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 I love... You love chicken. Me also love chicken. <laughs> I drive convertible. You, you shower. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Done. Done. Nailed it. Done. Meet me outside the Roy Rogers. So they're not eating at the Roy Rogers. This is establishing Wow. That Roy Rogers in this town is such a landmark mm-hmm. that you would say, I'm going to meet you at the Roy Rogers. There was not... Where are they going next? Was there a single shot of food... Yes, there was chicken okay. And there was biscuits. Yes, that's true. It was horny though. It was very horny. <laughs> the chicken was horny. The biscuits were horny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They um, were right out there. The biscuits were like pulled right out of the oven. Oh my god! And they were hot and steamy. They were hot and steamy. And it was like this this wipe of because there is. I think you got the suds and bubbles. Did you see that one quick shot of Jillian Anderson flipping her hair in the yes, shower? Yes, yes, yes. That crossed with a bunch of biscuits. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, when you wet, Come get her a hot biscuits. <laughs> okay. So she meets him. He drives. she's standing outside the Hardee's because yeah. it's not Roy Rogers anymore. It's Hardee's. And he drives up and he says, Hey, where's the Roy Rogers? Yeah. And she says, Roy Rogers never heard of it. Yeah. Cause he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he drives up with a New York accent. He's like, Yo. Where's Aurora Rogers? Well, also, I think he's intended to be not conventionally attractive. Oh, I didn't even get that. Yeah. he's kind of balding, He's right? kind of balding, which, is, you know. Hardys. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Well, I wouldn't get in the car with him either. No. <laughs> His attitude, he had a big D- a BDE. Yeah. But it was, like, because of the car. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He thought he was hot shit. He thought he was hot shit. Just like Hardy's chicken tenders <laughs> is what they're implying. <laughs> Can we talk about her hair? I would love to. Crimped crimped <laughs> this is pre-x files this is 1990s pre-x files this is her the, the a a, thought that went through my mind <gasps> as she was putting on this red dress yeah oh yeah we didn't even talk about that she put on a red dress and i thought to myself this is her red shoe diaries <gasps> you're right it's the parallelisms are mmm bursting bursting she was hot for chicken Hardy's chicken and biscuits baby oh my god so so and the the ending I guess it was like here's the thing it's this sexual energy and the ending is like Roy Rogers is now Hardy's thanks bye bye <laughs> <laughs> we changed our name sorry you're horny now. <laughs> <laughs> That's on us I guess. <laughs> Who are these admins? I don't know, but this existed and people thought like Okay, Hardee's was this, the Midwest. Yeah, because Carl yeah. Jr. was the nursey boys, the nursey, like, Carl... The nursey bad boys of fast service. Yeah, yeah, but Hardee's had this rooted in the 1990s. Wow. Yeah. And they're trying to be like, oh, you know, we're conservative yeah. Midwest. No, you're not. No. You were horny. We love... On TV. To fuck. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Our chicken. <laughs> So now that we've talked about the uh, commercial, it is time for a uh, discussion. Yeah, on how, do we plus this up? I'm so ready for this. Is it? Do we need to change something, um, or is it perfect? Like, or no? We just throw it out. It's for 2020. Yeah, for 2020. There are changes needed. needed okay, to be. let's first talk about of all. The changes. This needs to be set in Oklahoma. Oh, so like a cornfield? No, 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 oh. no. Like, a, like a town in Oklahoma. Okay, okay, okay. I assume it was. Maybe. And then she says, okay, same sexy Gillian Anderson, sexy except Anderson. she's dressed as Margaret Thatcher. Um, wait, whoa, whoa. Who <laughs> 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 she plays in the crown. Wait, wait. <laughs> because it's conservative. Oh, okay. So you're saying we have to plus up for the conservative crowd? Like we gotta get those red states going. Well, here's the thing. I think what it is is that okay. she's she's gonna the our woman here yeah. is essentially like a conserv she's a conservative Southern woman. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Voted so, for Trump. Yes. Okay. Or so we're led to believe. Ooh. Oh. Oh because we're gonna switch it up here. Okay. Um and the man says, Okay, uh, I'll pick you up. We'll be by the Hardies. Okay. Um. And she says, "Yes, I will." And then he drives up in his very old car. Yeah. Um. And he looks up and he sees a fucking hot piece of ass. Yeah. In a freakum dress, <laughs> a word I learned this week from Project Runway. <laughs> Describe the freakum. Okay, so a freakum dress <laughs> is like a short, tight dress that you would wear to a club when your ex is there and you want to freak em Oh. D- <laughs> Never before have you described something so succinctly. That is exactly how they described it on the book. Okay, 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 I love it. I love it. I love it. So she's wearing a hot, like hot red dress. Gonna freak him. Gonna freak him. Yeah. She's standing outside yeah. a Carl's Jr. Interesting. He says, so she's in um, Oklahoma. Yeah. Okay, that's why there's two. That's okay, why okay. we're in Oklahoma. Got it, got it, got um, it. Um he says, have you do you know where the Hardee's is? Yeah. And she says, Never heard of it. Oh <gasps> I see this is the rollout of a new campaign in which they reveal to the world the thought experiment that Carl's Jr. has been performing on the American population for so long that these two restaurants are exactly the same. <laughs> and then the tagline is, Hardee's, we pookcha. ya. <laughs> gotcha! <laughs> We're Carl's Jr., bitch! always have been <laughs> you've had carls in your mouth for ages and he's a bad boy and we're the nasty burgers. and you are? liked it didn't you you nasty midwestern little bitch <laughs> that's the entire tagline you brought hardy's to church god knows your sins did you see what paris elton did with our burger in her mouth you've always been eating carl's junior you nasty bitch that's that's what it is you've always been eating... okay let me get this straight let me get this straight okay. so jillian anderson she's conservative she's wearing a little uh little flag on her lapel yeah. she's changing out of that Getting into her freakum dress, uh-huh. she's making a date, showering, bubbles, everything, going, chicken, biscuits, burgers, <laughs> just for a split second though, <laughs> uh, indicating indicating the surprise which is soon yeah. to come. That's <laughs> foreshadowing, baby. <laughs> and then she meets in fr- in front of a Carl's Jr. Yeah, and they're like, and then the guy comes up and says, uh, "You know where the Hardees is?" And she looks, she breaks the fourth wall, yeah, and says. Hardy's never heard of it and we swing up to the carl's jr logo mm-hmm. we unfocus we refocus it's the hardy's logo oh my god that's beautiful oh my god the mise-en-scene and then it's hardy's colon <laughs> <laughs> we've always been carl's jr comma you nasty bitch <laughs> perfect Perfect. Yeah, I love it. This is not ready for consumption in no, 2020. It is. <laughs> Thank you for blessing up that You're ad so with me. Y'all. Okay. Oh, oh, beautiful. Now it's time we talk about um an advertisement that we have seen recently. Okay. That mystifies us. That mystifies yeah, us. That maybe, maybe not like this year of ad craze we'll talk about, but maybe it will be, uh, or just like a favorite advertisement. Do you have a favorite advertisement that you just know it's in your back of your brain? Recently, anything that's piquing your interest. I mean, it's hard, right? Because we don't really watch don't. commercials anymore. No, we don't. But sometimes they pop on on Twitter and stuff. Can I tell you the? Yeah, one? I would love for you to the the cats. Advertisement the cat's advertisement <laughs> is in my brain. Yeah. And I don't think I can get it out. That's fair. That's and I fair. I don't think I'll ever see the movie, but the advertisement for this film is haunting. Mhm. The cat Do you remember um you ever see what we do in the shadows? Yeah, yeah, with the you cat. Yeah. I actually read a review of it. Yeah. Um, uh, Karen Haunt's review on Polygon yeah. mentions that exact moment. Really? That's what it felt like. Yeah. Where he turns in the cat and the faces are really hard. <laughs> So anything anything that you've kind of seen really, or like anything that's in your history that like you want to kind of like just like this is an advertisement that's on my radar. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I actually recently watched the ever the first promo for um, John Mulaney's new show. Oh, okay, John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch, <laughs> which is a kids variety show. Oh, um, that's, that's gonna actually be, really cute. Yeah, Netflix and the first the first uh, um, commercial for it is him pretending to be like a Bob Fosse character, walking around these kids. As they like practice on a stage and it's very cute. I'm very excited. I'm, for that. I'm excited for the energy that the show is gonna have. So one feline energy do not like, one Bob Fosse energy we're in. Do gym. like good, excellent. Um, I think that's it for At Creeps. Hey. Yeah. Um so At Creeps is not a show yet, but hopefully, maybe eventually it if will you be. can hear the joy in our voice talking about Hardy's and <laughs> Carl's Jr., know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah um for when we finish these final yeah we're going straight into ad creeps final i want to say 23 in a movie yeah episodes oh okay yeah 2020 maybe ad creeps is gonna be a baby i would love that and you know what there's no end in sight for that one we could do that one freaking we forever. could do it for as long as we want until one of us passes yes <laughs> and then we have to bring someone else into it oh boy it's a boy. forever cursed podcast <laughs> I think that's it. Hey, if the uh, space cadets want to talk about how much they loved our new Backdoor Pilot podcast, where can they talk to us? Uh, You can email us for now at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. That's double spelled out, D-O-U-B-L-E. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at doublexfiles. We'd love to hear from you. Actually, it's our 200th episode. Yeah. And some people have replied to us on Twitter. Really? Saying some things that they like. That's so nice. So I would love to read those to you now. Yes. Please. Please. Splorpo on Twitter says... Oh, I love Splorpo. We love Splorpo. Yeah. Um, they say, I've been listening to y'all since the end of my senior year of high school and just wanted to say that listening to y'all rag on this show while holding it accountable for all of its shit is so cathartic. Mm. Speaking as someone who slogged through the first nine seasons, they also mentioned that the background boy bit never gets old. Nice. And they appreciate how much we appreciate Skinner. Aw, that's very nice. Yeah. I like that. We also have a, uh, a brief message from Big Papa. This is at... <laughs> At Papa Sosig on Twitter. That's little Romeo's... uh, That's Master P. (laughs) That's Master P. (laughs) No, this is Big Papa. Oh, okay. Who has a a very wonderful um, Skeletor icon. Yes. The gay one. Yes. Yeah, it looks kind of gay. And they say, I'm super far behind, but I love this podcast. Thank you for shitting on this show. It deserved it. Aw, poop humor. We love you. We love you. Thank you uh, both for reaching out. It's nice to hear things. And thank you for you. Thank you for you. Thank you for you. And thank you for you. But thank you for you. We're pointing at each other. Uh-huh. You can't tell. You can't it's, a, tell. it's an audio media. We're having a moment. <laughs> okay, until next time, the, the truth, truth is out there. there. I want to talk about commercials forever. So forever, friend. Forever. Get some hearties. Yes! <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major.